Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. Lots to get to. Lily Tang Williams at the bottom of the hour. She is an immigrant from China. She got away from Mao Zedong's China. She saw what Mao did in killing millions of people and indoctrinating millions of people. And she's seeing the same sort of signs happening here, and she wants to stop it. So she's running for um, New Hampshire representative. I I don't remember the the number, but we'll say it during the interview. And uh, you're going to want to hear what she has to say. I would love for her to be in Congress and awaken people to the fact that the left is doing what the left is doing. Campus reform in this program as well. And we're going to focus a lot on Hunter Biden at the beginning of this uh, this hour. That's for sure. If you didn't hear the news, there's big news on Hunter on a Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. Say what? Kay's in for Carrie. Kay, good to see you. Poll will get it done. Seems I got to have. See him making it happen. Change the scene. Every night I have. Strange dream. Imprisoned by the way. It could have been. Thursday, almost Friday. The weekend's almost here. On my own. So we're feeling all right on the so Joe Pag Show. If you're if you're having any fun and if you're living the life, you'll sing along. But Carrie refuses to. But you out there can. Some of you used to send me videos. Let's go. Took the key. Feeling alright. I'm not feeling too good myself. Protein bar in the throat. I got protein bar. What am I gonna say? Yes, sir. Feeling alright. Uh huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. A little harmony for you. Let's go. That's how we do it. It's how we bring it. Now, for a music major, you sure can't sing very well. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. I don't understand. Why, why would anybody listen to a radio show? They just can't stand the guy. It's like, maybe the guy will just disappear one day. It's not going to happen. They named it after me. All right, so it's uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're going to get to a Stacey Abrams story later, which is just another form of the left never being cordial and the left always pushing what it wants done. But this story today is not as important as people are portraying it to be. I say that as we're about to talk about it, because it's certainly important. But this is nothing new for any of us who have a brain. We knew this the entire time. But for some reason, the New York Times keeps getting some sort of gravitas I don't think it deserves. Um, but but we're going to get into it anyway. By the way, uh, we love Kay being in. She's part of the family. She writes over at the Daily Caller. And, uh, and go and check out her stories every day. I mean, literally some days I hear from Kay, she's written five, six, seven stories. Go there and check out the stories she does also on Sunday mornings, at least on Newsmax, and, and more times during the week if available. And uh, Kay's doing a great job. So, Kay, you wrote a story about this, the Hunter Biden story. Again, people are freaking out about it today, but people like you and I knew this was true the entire time. Tell me what happened today. Absolutely. So this is a piece I wrote for the Daily Caller, as you said, and I usually write nine pieces a day. Wow. Just saying. Out of control. Pieces. I know. So the New York Times has finally admitted the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop uh, in an article where they discuss Hunter Biden's tax liability and potential criminal charges, even though he just paid off the one million dollars or whatever it was that he owed to the IRS. Right. Uh, The New York Times reporters noted it was a one sentence one sentence in an article that they finally admitted the authenticity of hunter biden's laptop and the contents within that laptop 
They wrote a cache of files that appears to have come from a laptop abandoned by Mr. Biden in a Delaware repair shop. So that's the only actual like explicit mention of the laptop. But they go on to write, we're authenticated by people familiar with them and the investigation. So <laughs> or those people. So they're referring, right, to like emails and that's basically their get out of jail free card for the fact that they had refused. Not only did they refuse to cover this story, Joe, when it first came out in uh, in 2020, in the lead up to the presidential election, but they actually took the New York Post, They like Twitter uh, banned or froze the account for a short time. And then uh, the actual story was, uh, as, as you know, as I know, what this is like to be shadow banned. Um, so within the paragraph that admitted the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop, there was a hyperlink to an article that had been written in 20, 2020 that cast doubt over its very existence. The article was later updated in 2021 after Joe Biden had obviously gotten into office. Um, but I think this is just really indicative of the sort of left-leaning liberal news media. It's certainly the reason that I left the the media initially back in uh, 2015, 2016. I was sort of dragged back into it um, just over a year ago. Um, and it's I think I'm doing okay since then. Um, but basically, no, yep. Hunter Biden left his laptop at a Delaware repair shop in 2019. He never came back to pick up the device. Uh, the owner of the shop subsequently called the FBI because he became physically scared for his personal safety given what he had seen on this laptop so we're not just talking about the barisma emails we're not just talking about the fact that he had promised uh ukrainian uh executives at this oil and gas company access to his father who was vice president at the time but these are all you know the very naughty photographs that we've all seen we've all seen the pictures of hunter biden and him doing all sorts of naughty things um, that were on this laptop. So the owner of the shop called the FBI and the FBI came, picked up the laptop. But here's the interesting thing, Joe. When they picked up the laptop, they gave the owner of the shop a receipt. Now, the case ID on the receipt was linked to the FBI's internal code for transnational money laundering investigations, which means... I mean, you know what I mean, you know? You know, the, the, it's, it's, all, it's all so clear. Of course they knew. All right, Kay, thank you. Great job on that story. I linked to that story on my Twitter. Go and follow uh, Kay as well, at Kay Smythe. It's S-M-Y-T-H-E. Um, and, and Kay does not have an E at the end of it. For some reason, people keep writing K-A-Y-E. It's not. It's K K A Y and then S-M-Y-T-H-E. Go read that story and the other eight stories that she's done uh, today, just today. And tomorrow she'll do like 14 more. So let's let's break this down and be very simplistic about it. Okay, you wrote the story. If I get anything wrong, let me know. Here's the actual story. Hunter Biden takes the laptop to a repair shop in Delaware. I don't know what state of mind he was in, and if you've seen any of the pictures or any of the information on this laptop, you know that he was somebody who was doing hard drugs. All right, so I don't know what his deal was, but he drops it off there. It's broken. Can you fix it? Abandons it, never picks it up. The guy at the repair shop realizes whose it is and then calls in for help. He actually ended up getting a hold of Rudy, uh, Rudy Giuliani, who was working with Bernard Carrick, the former police commissioner in New York City. They go and they get a copy of the hard drive. They know what's on it. They expose what was on it. The New York Times, or the New York Post, I should say, finds out what's on it. And a, a bombshell report is on there. Because, listen, 
if it's just Hunter Biden being a disgusting human being, which he is, just by what you see in the laptop, he's a disgusting human. If it's just that, that doesn't really do anything to affect what's going to happen in the election. But on there are text messages where he's complaining about having to give almost all of his money to the big guy. He, and the big guy is, is Joe Biden. And there are other deals where he's explaining how the big guy needs to get his 10% or the big guy needs to get his piece. The big guy is involved all over the place. And as Kay said, the Ukrainian Burisma people who hired Hunter Biden for a million a year to do a job he knew nothing about in energy in Ukraine, they also gave him that job clearly through the laptop to get access to his father, who was the vice president. Joe Biden, when asked about this, said he'd never met the people. He didn't know who Hunter worked for. He thought it was great that he had the job. Then a picture surfaces that I think might have been on the laptop, but there a picture surfaces of Joe Biden like taking a picture after playing a round of golf with these bosses from Burisma. So there's a connection there completely to the guy who was running for president. And that was killed. When that story came out, what Kay said is true, but I'm going to be even more emphatic about it. The New, York, the New York Post, I should say, had the story, and it was so-called debunked by everybody. Of course, it wasn't. Now, we know it was true because the Times somehow says today that it was true. But we knew the entire time that it was true because Rudy and Bernie had, had the laptop. I, I had private conversations with them about the contents of the laptop, and then I had them on publicly on my show to talk about what was on the laptop, and it was all verifiable. When Hunter Biden showed up on ABC News, I think it was Good Morning America, and he was interviewed about this, when he was asked by the reporter, is it your laptop? He said, I don't know, it could be. Which means, of course it is. Or else he would have said, absolutely not, it's not, I deny it, it's not mine, no way. It's all photoshopped. I mean, he would have denied that sucker, but he didn't. He said, I, I don't know, it could be, I guess, I don't know. And it didn't, it didn't clear anything up. Even further, there have been studies since then, and I can't cite the study, but it happened, that 10% of those who voted for Joe Biden, had they known about the laptop and that story, would have not voted for Joe Biden. Trump would have won easily. We know that now. But when the New York Post put that story up on social media, as Kay said, they were suspended almost immediately by Jack Dorsey. They were suspended by Twitter. Now, I had the link. Okay, I'm guessing you had the link to that story. Sam, you probably had the link. We all had the link to the story. But guess what? Like Kay and I follow each other on Twitter, I can send her a direct message on Twitter. If I attach that story to my DM on Twitter to Kay, guess what? I couldn't send the DM. True or not, Kay? 100% true. Sorry, I'm just picking a cat hair out of my nose. Well, 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 stop it. 100% true. Uh, And again... So they didn't only shut down the New York Post. If you had the link to the story from the Post, you couldn't share it with anybody. You couldn't tweet it. You couldn't put it on Facebook. You couldn't direct message it. They were monitoring direct messages to stop this story from getting out. Why? Because it was true. And every so-called news outlet, MSNBC, CNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, New York Times, Washington Post, they all pretended like it was not verified, that it was debunked. The fact check says there's, it's, it's, there's no clear evidence that it is Hunter Biden's laptop when they all had to know it was. You got, you got Rudy Giuliani, the former Southern District of New York prosecutor, the former associate Attorney General of the United States under Reagan. The guy who took down the mob and cleaned up the streets in New York. Bernard Carrick, who also cleaned up the streets in New York. On 9-11, those two worked in conjunction to bring us together as Americans. They said it was real, and they were treated like garbage, and they were doxxed and everything else. 
And now the New York Times says today it was real. And what are we supposed to do? Breathe a sigh of relief? A year and a half too late? What are we supposed to do with this today? What are we supposed to think? How are they wanting us to feel over this revelation that they knew a year and a half ago? When Dorsey, by the way, was in front of a, a, a either a Senate or a House committee, I don't remember which one, but he's in front of Congress on like Zoom or something. And he was asked directly about this, I think, from Ted Cruz. His answer was, it was a mistake. We just have to own up to it. It was a mistake. We should not have... We should not have suspended the account, and we should not have taken the action we took. And then that was it. That's all he has to say. It was a mistake. It was a mistake that looks like it cost the election. On this hard drive, and I'll try to be as sensitive as I can be, Hunter Biden is having sex with girls whose ages we don't know, and he's videotaping it, and he's taking pictures of it. We don't know their ages. It could be a real problem, legally. He's smoking something that is clearly an illicit drug. He's taking naked pictures of himself from every angle you can think. And again, all those things, as bad as they are, that's a Hunter Biden problem. But then he gets into the big guy. And then he starts complaining to his relatives about how he's the one who has to do this and carry the family and pay for this. and All this stuff's going on, and then if you go back in time, what do we know about Hunter Biden when when his dad was the vice president? We know for no reason on God's green earth, he boards Air Force Two and goes to China with his dad. What? Really? And while there, he somehow leaves with the ability to manage $1.5 billion of Chinese money. We know when his dad was in office, he also got $3 million from the wife of of the mayor of Moscow, Russia. What? Really? Some sort of Kazakhstan deal was done as well. What? The Ukraine stuff we know was going on. What? What's going on? So what are we supposed to do now? New York Times admits it's really his. Therefore, they are admitting that the contents of it are real. Okay, they're admitting the contents therefore are real, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what they're doing. But uh, they're not even going as far as Jack Dorsey. They're just like, oh, we're just going to like casually say this in like one sentence and own up to the fact that we basically swayed an election because that's how we feel and want to vote, want you to vote. I mean, it's it's manipulation on a massive level. So if anybody said, hey, Times, why'd you get it so wrong on Hunter Biden's laptop? They'll say, no, no, no. There was a sentence back on March 17th. You didn't see it? That's exactly what they're going to do. And people just accept it. Like the, the, all, uh, the entirety of media is freaking out today because now they all have to admit it because somehow they take their walking and talking papers from the Times. This is something I told you at the time before the election that it was real and we told you what Twitter was doing and we told you what, what, um, what all the news media outlets were doing and most of you ignored it like we were a bunch of nut jobs. And now because the Times says so, that, that validates it? Hunter Biden, when he was interviewed, validated it because of the way he answered questions. Your thoughts about this? The, the, as, as Kay said, it's the right word. The manipulation of the American people, the manipulation of an election. I mean, there should be charges, shouldn't there? There should be charges brought up against Jack Dorsey and Twitter and the New York Times and all these so-called fact checkers. This is, this is legitimately tampering with an election. Purposely tampering with an election is what that was. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 
to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I want you to understand how badly you were lied to in the 2020 election cycle. The lies were amazing. They were immense. And they were all to protect Joe Biden and get Donald Trump out of there. Now that the New York Times admits it, they now are admitting that they know what they knew the whole time and what we know that they knew the whole time, but that we knew the whole time. So what do you do? Should there be charges? Let's say the Republicans take back Congress in November, which I hope to God they do. And they've got a good chance of doing that. Do they immediately start an investigation? Do they do an oversight committee thing? Do they do a technology committee thing? Do they do a judiciary committee thing? What do they do? Because what social media did, what big media did, uh, and what all these so-called fact checkers did, they were all complicit in, in, in helping a campaign and hurting another one. And that's okay. You can do that if you do it above board. But if you do it by committing fraud of some sort, which I think there's a question here as to whether they did, that's a problem. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Peggy, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, um, do not trust the Democrats or the media when they start trying to come clean. Because I think they know the midterms are coming and they know which way the wind is blowing. But how does this help, Bi- how does this help Biden? It hurts him, doesn't it? It hurts him, but uh, the American people tend to be a forgiving people. Right. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the Democrats kind of may start modifying their stand on something. And, you know, they're not as much worried about Biden as they, they don't want to lose, you know, the seats in the Congress. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, when I, they start coming, oh, well, you know, when the media starts saying, oh, well, we made a mistake. And, yeah, well, Hunter Biden laptop is yeah. is true, which we all knew. Right. When when they start saying that, I, I'm very, very wary. I don't trust them at all. I got you, Peggy. I hear you. Now, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there because you're, you're making me think. How could they benefit from this information becoming available? It's an interesting question. How can the Democrats benefit? Well, probably. And, and this is not me giving them ideas. Trust me, they've already thought about this. Hey, Times, admit it was Hunter's laptop. Let us get in front of it. Let us say, hey, now that we know that this is Hunter Biden's laptop, we're disgusted by it. We're appalled by it. Obviously, this is a guy who's troubled, a guy dealing with addiction. Addiction is a major problem in America. Here's a billion dollars to solve addiction. Um, they're going to try to get in front of it and say, well, we had no idea it was real. There were just rumors back at the time. And I think that's how they do it, if they're going to do it. Now, if the Democrats don't come out and say anything about this being verified by the, what do they call the the, the New York Times, the old gray lady, if if they don't come out and get in front of this, they're going to be made to look stupid. But Peggy, you could be onto something. Maybe they colluded and said, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod. Admit that it's real time so that we can get in front of this. It's an interesting question. It really is. I think that that probably is what you'll see soon. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back, Lily Tang Williams. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Um, really glad to have this young lady back. She's running for U.S. Representative out of the great state of New Hampshire. 
It's District 2 Republican Lily Tang Williams. We're glad to have you back, Lily. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back. Well, it's a pleasure to have you back, and I'm so excited that you're running. You said that you announced, and then immediately a bunch of people endorsed you. How many endorsements did you get? Um, I have 26 and state representatives and the senator endorsed me, and this is just the first group. And But I have been traveling around to give talks locally and nationally getting interviews, and I was just at CPAC. Okay, you're at CPAC. Did you, did you guys already have the primary in New Hampshire or not yet? Oh, no, it's a long way ago. It's September 13th. The primary is in September, and then the election is in I November? Know, it's crazy. Wow. We're trying to change that to June, but it won't happen for a while. Well, how can you properly run against a Democrat if you don't know who the Republican is yet? Well, the thing is, oh, I am uh, keeping my eyes and goals on, on seating this Democrat woman um, has been there for 10 years, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do four votes. And uh, if the Republican wants to support me, and, uh, you know, they, they, I hope that we will be united, whoever wins the primary. But our goal should be on her. It is uh, Lily Tang Williams. Go to lilytangwilliams.com. That's her website if you'd like to support her candidacy. You're from China originally, right? Yes, I'm actually a historical candidate in my state of New Hampshire. The first one fled communist China to run for Congress. I think it's awesome. People look at me as living American dream. Well, you are living the American dream, and I love that you're here. Um, I've got a daughter from China, as you know, Jia, who is from Hunan province. And uh, I went to China, and it's a very interesting place because um, you could tell that much of the people live in really bad conditions. But when somebody like me comes from America, they show you the very best of Beijing. They show you the very best restaurants, very Americanized restaurants. What is life like there in China? Is there any freedom at all in China or no? Well, that uh, um, I think today China is actually moving backwards after the new chairman Xi coming to power. And it's not just China. They also are doing the same thing to um, Hong Kong people. It's very sad for me to say. I thought, you know, China, after economical reform, opening up and better economy, yeah. and, the, you know, the society will move into more, you know, positive and democratic, and you know, direction. But you, I learned that a long time ago, you cannot trust one-party dictatorship. They do whatever they want because people are not electing their leaders and they're all appointed by their upper communist party bosses. I interviewed a guy recently who's from Taiwan, but he's ethnically Chinese, and he said that he believes she wants to be a monarch. He thinks he wants to be a king. Do you agree? Well, we call him uh, like uh, the new Mao. You know, he um, probably would wish he could be a Chairman Mao, which I, you know, survived, and, you know, his cultural revolution, and that would be disastrous because, uh, you know, like 40 million people starving to death under mm. Mao, and then 20 million people died during his cultural revolution. And then why, why does she want to be Mao? Because he wants absolute power and godlike leader status. That's why he got rid of China's term limits for president. I mean, he's not elected anyway, but he got rid of two term limits set up by Deng Xiaoping, the previous leader. Yeah, she is running for the um, uh, the Republican seat. Well, she wants it to be a Republican. It's the U.S. representative seat out of New Hampshire, District 2. Her name is Lily Tang Williams, and, and I appreciate you coming back on. Let's talk about the Cultural Revolution for a minute if we can. We're watching a change in our values here in America. We're watching people, you know, um, tell us basically our values were wrong, and we have to adjust, and we have to feel guilty about our history, and so on. Um, when it comes to China and its influence here in America, 
That was on purpose, right? They aren't doing it through bullets. They aren't doing it through missiles. They're doing it through education. They're doing it through buying up Hollywood. They're doing it through the media. That's how they're doing it, right? Well, that they, um, I call this American Cultural Revolution happening right now in my beloved new country is uh, a second and cultural revolution I'm experiencing. I survived Mao's cultural revolution. He used that to gain his absolute control and power. And he used the useful idiots called the Red Guards, urban youth, to brainwash them and, and to go to, the, like, destroy four olds, like all the Chinese culture, uh, all the customs, habits, ideas, right. in order to divide and conquer people. And uh, so he can have absolutely godlike leader status. It's very sad for me to see similar tactics used by radical left in this country. And that's why I called them out. I said that their goal is not about race. It's not about equity or racial equity, social justice movement. It is about American cultural revolution to destroy our country and destroy our traditional values and then constitutional republic so we can replace it. They want to replace it with uh, cultural Marxism and, and and the socialism, whatever you call it, but yeah. it's not good for the American people. It's Lily Tang, uh, Tang Williams. Go to L-I-L-Y-T-A-N-G Williams.com and go find out more about her candidacy. She's running for District 2 Republican out of the great state of New Hampshire. Um, what's interesting about that is, if I and correct me if I'm wrong, a cultural revolution makes the government your father, makes the government your religion, makes the government your God, and the government tells you what to think, what to eat, where to work, what to wear, how much money you can have, and it also tells you to tell on your neighbor or on your relatives if they don't do what the government wants. That's really what it is. They're trying to replace the things that are close to us, our values, and they're telling us we're your God, we're your boss, we're your provider for everything, and therefore they have all the power, right? During the Mao's Cultural Revolution, he demonized all the religions and he separated Chinese people into oppressor versus oppressed. Sounds like a similar terms today. And then he had the five black classes under oppressor and the five red classes under oppressed. And identity politics is the hallmark of Maoism. And divide and conquer is a typical communist tactic. And turn families against each other and turn their neighbors against each other. So that's why I'm so sad to say it is happening in today's America that we are so divided as a country and they, they you know, propagandize everything by the legacy media, by the politician talking points, and by lots of people who are using, you know, like a social justice movement to actually divide the country and benefit themselves. I see it all in China, including take away parental rights, right. indoctrinate our kids without parents' consent. It's horrifying to me. That's why I'm running, because I feel the country I love is becoming the country I left. How do we stop it? Could you have stopped what happened in China? Um, how do we stop it here? And, and, and let me ask you this. Do you think that China's influence and the former Soviet Union or Russia's influence, is that why it's happening here? Or are these just American progressives that want all the power? Can you stop it? Well, the communists are communists. So they all share same evil ideologies and same tactics. China and Russia have reached uh, to call each other, you know, more than allies, strategic partners. I, I offer my service to President Biden and my congressional delegation already called me. I am a professional China 
expert witness and consultant. I will give them suggestions how to negotiate, how to you know put together um, to deal with China if they do invade Taiwan, if they do actually help Russia. But right now I'm trying to save my own country. I have three children in this country. I'm worried about what kind of America they're going to live under, what kind of American dreams they will still have. Yeah. And uh, I see the Communist Party have infiltrated into America for past, you know, years and years. And we're naive about it. And we saw China become better through world trade organizations and through economic reforms. Now they actually use our support and the economic trade to expand. And they are actually Communist Party power all over the world. It is uh, Lily Tang Williams. She's running for District 2 Republican, great state of New Hampshire. Hopefully she'll win and be the next, uh, the next representative from there. And it would be historic in that you left the communist China and then you would help uh, uh, freedom and liberty in our government. That would be wonderful. What do the people of China think of us? Lily, did, did, did they like the United States of America? Do they like Americans? Or are they taught from a very young age that we're somehow the enemy? It went through different uh, um, stages. When I was little, we were told to hate Americans, don't smile like ugly Americans. America is the imperialist country, capitalists are very bad. And uh, then later, when I was in college, the 80s, China was going through the cultural renaissance, economical reform. We actually found out Americans actually are quite friendly and nice people. And, and their you know, concept of freedom, individual liberty are very attractive to college students. Yeah. But after she become a p- powerful, and now they're doing propaganda in today's China to demonize America again and to blame American for um, lots of things. I have a girlfriend who married to an American husband. Her family told her, do not come home with your American husband because we don't like Americans. Wow. It is uh, L- L- Lily Tang Williams. She's running for Congress. Go to lilytangwilliams.com. I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. I don't know why. lilytangwilliams.com. Go there. And make sure that. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, uh, when I was in China, I went on Google and I looked up Tiananmen Square in the late 80s. What happened? And the Chinese Google said one person died because of a ricocheted bullet. And that's just not true. It's thousands of people were killed. They were run over by tanks. Um, is that when the uprising of college-age students who were asking for freedom, is that why it stopped because of all the killing that happened in, in Tiananmen Square that day? Well, because of that, uh, the um, premier of China, uh, Hu Yaobang, he died, and he was house arrested once he talked about um, political reforms, and, and he was very passionate about you know talking about China's future. So he died after he lost his power, and students went to Tiananmen Square to mow his death. And they start to protest, to ask for more voice to be heard. They yeah. want to talk to their leaders. But then, you know, leaders, I guess, did not uh, see them as somebody who could contribute to build China. They see them as a threat. Everything that the Communist Party leaders see, citizens rise up, and they're a potential threat, and they want to silence them and kill them, lock them up. It's about 10,000 people died. And they want Hong Kong people even, like, it's illegal now. If Hong Kong people want to light up a candle to, you know, remember those victims, it's absolutely crime against humanity. Right. Censorship is, is everywhere in China. Unfortunately, censorship is happening today in America everywhere, too. The one thing we have, Lily, is we have the Constitution here, and you don't have that in China. They don't have that in Russia. We've got a Constitution that was written by the Founding Fathers. So the first attack the left did was say the Founding Fathers are all no good. 
They're all slaveholders. They're all bad people. They're all white guys from Europe. Uh, so we probably shouldn't take the Constitution seriously, but it is still the law of the land. It's the supreme law of the land, and it probably is what stopped us be- from becoming China or Russia a long time ago. The attacks will continue. Should you win and go to Congress, what difference can you make, do you think? Can you stop this progressive movement in its tracks? I can. I can stand up tall from the floor of U.S. Congress to call out progressive policies and the cultural Marxist policies. And they might not call them communists, but their tactics, their policies and their growing government, it, it just uh, they very similar to me. And our constitution, our constitutional republic requires citizens to be very informed and, and to know what's going on. And uh, our young people are not taught civics. They're not taught real history, what happened. So they just bought into this social justice work movement. Actually, they don't know the first people who were get thrown under the bus when the communists take over is their own supporters. Right. So I have to educate lots of people by, by getting elected, by getting interviews like this, and to wake up my fellow citizens. We don't want to go down that path because we all will be equally poor and equally suffering. Go to lilytangwilliams.com. She is Lily Tang Williams. She's running Republican District uh, 2 out of North, uh, out of New Hampshire. And I hope that you win. L- let me ask you this. What happened in your life that made you realize that communism and the way China was doing it was bad? Because I suffered. I lived there for 24 years. And uh, we were living on very little food rationing coupons. And we had uh, absolute poverty living in one row house. Share one bathroom with eight families, one water faucet, wow. and the government tell you how much you should eat. I was a starving child, and I was brainwashed to say Kung Yang and uh, thank you, long live to my mom, even though I was starving. So I had that uh, um, personal experience to realize how evil the communism is, even though they're trying to sell you utopian or free stuff. All those promises never came, and they're sending our young people same free stuff. But I can guarantee you, they will not come. And, and, and once they gain the power, they even don't care about their promises. They will throw you under the bus. As I said, the, the horror of communism, socialism, and, and but our kids don't know about it. I would just hate to see America go down that path. That's why I'm running, because I feel like I have seen this before. I recognize the writings on the wall. I recognize their tactics. I'm the best person to go serve people of New Hampshire to call out those people who want to push this on all of us. And but I'm not gonna let it happen on my watch. LilyTangWilliams.com. It is Lily Tang Williams. She's running for New Hampshire District Two. She's a Republican. I hope that you win. Uh, well, one one last question. Um, when, when you look at what's happening in this country and you see how people are being convinced of it, do you think that we can better use China and the former Soviet Union and Venezuela and North Korea and Cuba? Can we better use them as examples to teach our kids what not to do? I just don't think they know that, that tens of millions of Chinese were killed because of communism and power and control. They just aren't being told that. Can we better educate them to maybe wake up from what it is that they believe is true? Well, the country's trouble today, you have to blame on our educational system, what our kids are being educated, what curriculum they're using, and what is a centralized education do to our kids. And parents have very little say today about the curriculum their kids are learning, and teachers' union pushes their left agendas. They want our kids to learn critical race theory. They want our kids to blame America, blame white people for all these society problems we have, but I do not buy that. 
If America is a systemic racist country, why so many millions of immigrants like me want to come here? Yeah. And how can I run for Congress? If this is systemic racist country, I'm people of color, I'm a woman. I started in this country with nothing. I'm living American dream today. So we have to really focus on how to teach real history to our children. And I'm glad to see parents are waking up and but we have to be very smartly activated, organized to voice ourselves and to hold our politicians accountable, our media accountable, because there are lots of lies and lots of propaganda, just like what China is doing to their people. Exactly Chinese right. Doing, yeah. I could not agree with you more. It's Lily Tang Williams. She's running for New Hampshire District 2. Republican, if you're in New Hampshire, make sure you vote for her. She's got a lot of endorsements. I'm sure more will be on the way. And go to her website, lilytangwilliams.com. Lily, anytime you want to come on, my show is your show. I'd love to have you back soon. Well, thank you for having me. You have a great day. Okay, we'll talk to you very soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Hopefully you really listened closely to what Lily had to say. She's got a real story about being under Mao Zedong and about how we should not become that here. We'll post that interview up on Rumble right after the show. Make sure you go check it out and make your kids watch it too. Got to remind you, the time is money. Something you know if you run a business, small business, you're shipping stuff out from maybe your, your online customers, you're, you're sending stuff around on the internet. The bottom line is this. If you have to stop and go to the post office or go to UPS and, and stand there, wait in line, try to get posted, try to get your, your UPS paid for, it's going to cost you a lot of money. When you're a smaller business especially, that really amplifies itself. Get Stamps.com. They save you time. They save you money. They save you stress too. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses. Stamps.com gives you the access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your own computer and your printer right there. Get discounts you can't find anywhere else either, like up to 40% off of USPS rates, up to 76% off of UPS. Whether you're in an office sending out invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, maybe a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com can get it done. Go to Stamps.com, use my promo code PAGS, get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, enter my code PAGS, make that happen, and make it happen right now. Another big hour coming your way. We're going to break down what Stacey Abrams is up to, and it's going to make your face hurt. Plus, we've got campusreform.org next hour as well. Joe Pag Show, coming right back. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show.